Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. We need to think of a good intro line, don't we, to these podcasts. We either laugh at each other (laughs) or say, hello. (laughs) The last time we we did a sex and intimacy um, podcast, we started singing, let's talk about sex, Sex baby. Yeah. I can't think of any other songs (laughs) have the word sex in it. So I'm really sorry about that. Do you get that where you just suddenly, someone puts you on the spot and they could be like, what's your name? And you're like, Georgia, do you know what I do for a living? No, I no, I know what you do for a living, but I mean in a weird circumstance. Like, I'm trying to think of when it's happened to me. Even in a quiz, it happens to me. I mean, if if somebody says to me, "Name a song with you know, the, the, you know, a tomato in it," then sometimes I get a bit freaked out. But generally, I have to perform on the spot like that. See, if you say to me, "Name a song with sex in it," apart from that one, I'm like. Uh, I don't know. I won't be going on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire or The Chase or any of those. Fair enough. Fair enough. People that are listening to this podcast now are going, they're screaming at the podcast, going, I know a song with sex in it. Anyway, we should say welcome to Friday's episode of the podcast. We're actually recording ahead of time because Georgia is heading off to Abu Dhabi. Yay! Are you excited? (laughs) Yeah, no, I am really excited. It's just a lot, isn't it? I just, I did a joint to do list for me and James, and he actually thinks, I've lost the plot like genuinely he's like why? you are crazy why are you doing a to-do list for holiday why do you have to suck the fun out of everything <laughs> do you mean a to-do list before you get there yeah as yeah, in like I know yeah I'm so glad that you're he's like just t- you know this should be fun we don't need to make jobs for it like before we go and I'm like yeah God. but we need to make sure we have all the stuff like to go to get there anyway it's just I'm sorry this is is classic somebody and I'm not pointing fingers at you know the sexes here but this is just classic somebody that doesn't maybe do the prep before the whole the person in your relationship that doesn't necessarily do the prep is always the one that's like well why are you making a list it's like well how the fuck do you think we're going to get there with all the things that we need of course we need a list do you know what I was actually listening to Russell Kane on a podcast the other day and he was I think he's done some research into it or something but in every relationship there's one person who makes the to-do list who looks at TripAdvisor right. before you go for a holiday. <laughs> and then there's one person who doesn't. And I was like, oh, yeah, cool. And you know what? I think our roles have reversed because when we first met, James booked all the holidays, did all the research, no, you all know of what's that happened. kind of stuff. 
And then it's completely flipped on its head and now that's me. Yeah, but that's because you become the enabler. So once you start doing stuff for people, they then stop doing it. Right. Right? Who who are you? Which one are you? What do you think? (laughs) I don't know, actually. I'm the enabler. I do everything. Yeah, I was going to say, because I think, yeah, you're... Yeah, you are the one who would who'd organize all the lists and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we wouldn't we we wouldn't get there. I mean, we we would have maybe, you know, a couple of pairs of knickers, you know, a bikini. But I mean, like what more do you need when you're on holiday? Fresh pants and a bikini. It's like actually yeah. maybe I should listen to Dozer a bit more, but um I I genuinely genuinely feel we've just spent the last week. We had Kit and Dozer's birthday party on the Saturday. Then obviously Luna got terrible chicken pox which I spoke about on last week's podcast but um, I didn't know how bad it was going to be at that point so I've basically been indoors for three days in a darkened room just just trying to soothe her fuck me it was savage and actually it's been quite an interesting topic of conversation online about the vaccine or not are you vaccinated no they're not but because it's not really a thing it wasn't really a thing in this country but I've got a friend actually who lives on the road and she her children grew up in Australia and they had it done because everybody does that um and she mentioned it to me she said oh have they not had the chickenpox vaccine yeah no and um now because obviously how Luna's reacted I think, oh, yeah. maybe I should do it for Gigi. Um, we have to pay for it, don't we? It's 140 quid. You can go to Boots and get it done. I feel like now I've come out the other side of it and now I've got endless lists just coming out of my ears yeah. of things. That I haven't done any work for four days. Nothing. Yeah, so I thank know. you, George. I want to take this moment to say thank you for running the business because I have been an absolute disaster disaster scene, haven't <laughs> I? Right, I've done fuck because all. I'm going to turn my phone off on holiday. <laughs> I'm joking. You know I won't. That's the thing. I have good intentions of doing that and it doesn't happen. No, I want, I want you to and I think every Everybody listening will will agree that Georgia needs to turn her phone off and go and have some good family time. But what you'll be getting from me will be a lot of crying online and then (laughs) frantically laughing because that's how I cope with my life. Um, Now, today we're going to be talking about sex, intimacy, relationships, um, you know, date night suggestions, how you guys are feeling. Thank you so much for sending in all of your your questions. We we love these Friday Q&As and I've I've got a feeling this one's going to be a really good one. Um, I think probably start us off by saying like, how, how are you and James? How's your relationship? How's it all going? Yeah, um, yeah. I'm trying to think when we last did one of these. I think we were actually in a, a, quite a good place the last time we did one of these. And I'd say we've been through a, a, another big shift because obviously James's time, like what sort of work life has dramatically changed. Mm. And I'm somebody who really needs space. Um, and so for him, you know, him being out of the house all the time and then um, mm. going and training two nights a week, has been great. So we've had that. But now <laughs> the football season's over and he's mm. back again. So Tuesday, Thursday nights and Saturdays and he's driving me fully mad. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got back into like the bickering again. And I'm like, oh God, we just need to live in separate houses and we'd be fine. You know who did that? And they did it really well for 20 years was um, Tim Burton and um, what's her name? Oh yes. Helena Bonham Carter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes, they did. And did they have like a little bridge or something that joined the houses? Or so they, they bought two houses next to each other and they had an adjoining door, but yeah. he he, res, he resided in one house and she lived in the other one. And then they used to have all their meals together, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, whatever it was. But then at night they'd say, no, no, and they'd go into their separate houses and go to bed. And they did make it work for 20 years. So like perhaps it. that's something you could think about. Go knock on your neighbor's door and <laughs> see how much they want. For no, it. do you know what it is? I think um, we've sort of got into this rut 
of where I've been doing everything because he's not really been here. And then now he is here, he almost doesn't know what to do. <laughs> like he's mm. forgotten. And so mm. then it frustrates me that he's not doing enough. But then equally, he's like, oh, I can't read, you, but I can't read your mind. So just sort of tell, like, just tell me what you, what you need me to do. Mm. Um, and then um, in terms of like sex and intimacy, I'm so furious with him. <laughs> oh, when I get into bed, I think, fuck off you stay right over there yeah and also as well because I'm the someone who needs my space god I don't know if anyone else I well I'm hoping someone else listening to this will will relate because my friends relate to this I'm sorry Judgy James if you're listening you won't be but sometimes I'm I, I quickly get dressed like it you know when he's not there because I think fuck I don't want him to see me naked because he's gonna pounce on me and I can't I can't have it I really can't I hate I hate him today don't don't come near me Um, really that's interesting yeah because I don't want to be touched I I just need to be left alone like just leave me alone And 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 I and I guess is that more about you wanting to take a step back and having a little bit of space for you? It's rather just than, space. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think lots, especially um, you know, parents can relate. I don't have any gaps in my day, so I wake no. up and I'm looking up. You know, I'm getting the kids to school and I'm doing all that, and then yep. I come straight home and I'm into work mode. And then the kids come home. I I usually leave the house and I'll go and work for a bit, and then I come back and I'm cooking dinner and then I'm getting them to bed. So there are no like I think gaps I used to, yeah. Mm. Then there are literally no gaps in the day at all for downtime to like unwind and sort of just yeah because you used to commute into London you used to have your train rides to do that or you might pop out and go and grab like a salad box or whatever it was for lunch you used to have those moments where you could have a little bit for you but when you work from home yeah you don't have yeah and we hear this a lot actually from lot Mm. from lots of people saying that now that obviously they're working from home a lot more home is work work is home you know Mm. you you step downstairs you've got to go into parenting mode and and then suddenly what you're supposed to just click into hey bounce wow wow I'm in sexy mode now as soon as the kids go to bed it's like okay I want to have a shower please don't come in like don't try and come in the shower because I I just need to be on my own (laughs) but does he want to like would you say that he because I think maybe again people listening might think well my partner doesn't want to have sex with me so there might be the other side of this coin where people are thinking god I wish they would come in the shower and try and make a move on me and I guess I'm on the other side of that so I'm the partner that's sort of stepping away from it and he's very much still I I say less so though than he than he used to be because he's got you know a busier a busier life a busier job job now he's probably way more tired than he used to be um so there's not such an imbalance anymore no but there definitely is an imbalance what about you do you guys talk about it yeah 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 of course do you discuss it I mean is it something that comes up because lots of people struggle having conversations around sex with their partner so they can talk about anything they can talk about you know issues with their mates or shopping lists or booking this or going there but actually when it comes to sex that's the conversation that they find the hardest and once that communication is broken down within the partnership that's when the problems start because you start thinking that someone's thinking something else you know you're almost imagining what their narrative is before you've actually clarified what it is for real yeah I think he's I've definitely been guilty of not talking to him about it and not communicating with how I'm feeling yeah but but now I am so much better I say I, I can 
and say, listen, I just really need like a bit of time to myself. And he gets, he does get that. He calls it um, only child syndrome. Um, <laughs> I love him. I love him so much. So yeah, yeah, we do, we do, we do communicate, but it's still, it's, it's still difficult when oh my God. Got one person who, you know, who He's I guess, got a higher libido than you. A higher libido and then one person yeah. that ha- like that hasn't. And yeah. the, okay, the balance might be shifting slightly, but I guess it's always going to be there. It's always yeah. going to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we often talk about this, don't we? Because mm. we're, we're we're kind of similar at our end that you know Dozza Dozza's sex drive is 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 particularly high. I mean, yeah. it, 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 I don't know. You know, we've we've all had a past, but in terms of somebody that's got a sex drive, his would definitely be the highest I've ever seen. So for me, for somebody that you know is quite sexual, even that imbalance is out because I find sometimes I think, oh gosh, you know, he's he's going to want to have sex, you know, three or four times a week, and I I think that's quite a lot yeah, when you're not. this tired and you're running such a big life. Mm. But I will say something that if I didn't have somebody that was kind of pesting me I probably would do it less and I think potentially our relationship would suffer from that so actually he's sort of relentless with it like it doesn't matter how many times I knock him back he's like (laughs) yeah yeah no I'm still gonna come for you and in a way he's kind of right because when you do have intimacy I'm not talking necessarily about physical sex but when you do have that intimacy and you you know you're sort of playing in that area it does bring you closer together as a couple in my opinion um and actually sometimes it heals a lot of wounds you know you can be feeling quite angry with the person but then you know you have a bit of intimacy and a bit of closeness and it and it does make you feel more connected so yeah and I, I, we definitely go through waves of it you know it depending on what's going on hormonally or how tired we are but I think the thought of sex sometimes is like oh good lord like I yeah. can't I cannot go through that this evening I'm yeah. so tired all oh, I want to do is put my fucking comfortables on have a chat like have a chat and just like almost hug myself from the day yes I completely agree with you yeah sometimes also like the like just getting dirty again <laughs> I think oh I just can't I just can't I've just do, had a do you mean getting dirty actually getting gross I, I can't cope with that <laughs> love the way you call it getting <laughs> gross I quite enjoy that moment but yeah no I, I no no if I've just washed my hair and I'm all nice and clean I think oh no this is gonna be amazing well we look we're not the only one so we're gonna crack on um with your um with your questions I'm gonna start Let's at the bottom uh, struggling to make the effort as I'm drained after a day of Work, kids, and chores. Yeah, yeah. I we we can completely relate to that as we've just sort of spoken about there. I think um, at the end of the day, I always think it's the worst time to try and have sex with your partner at the end of the day because, like you said, you've done you know maybe work, school drop-offs, pickups, you've cooked dinners, you've cleaned. It's like you just want to be left alone. You you don't yeah. want to, you don't want anybody else wanting anything else from you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, just leave me alone. So I think that's really hard. But then when do you do it? Because you might have a toddler in your bed or you might get woken up through the night. So carving out those moments. And let's be honest, those days of lying in bed and having sex for like two, three hours at a time whilst you like read the paper and order food and all that kind of shit, they are gone. They are so, gone. So, um, <laughs> you know, the, the, the quickie, the quickie, I think I'm the master of the quickie because I think sometimes we just got to go for it and then it's done and then it's it's fun and it's like they get a bit of a thrill and you're like, okay, well, it hasn't taken me half an hour. It's only taken me like four and a, four and a half minutes. No, but I'm right. You are right. You so are right. You can it's do like that. a bit of, re- of a release that doesn't yeah. 
yeah. pitchy long. But yeah. also, also potentially switching your mindset, which is what I do sometimes and think like you deserve to have some attention. Forget about like, try and change it from thinking, I don't want anybody else to kind of come near me and I need some time for me. Make that the time for you and talk to your partner about what you need in those moments. Because actually those moments of, oh God, I don't want to go through this. I can't make any more effort can actually turn into ecstasy for you. So if you can communicate that with your partner and say, look, I am feeling tired, but I do want to do this. And can we try this? And, you know, then suddenly you're you're in pleasure pleasureville. Yeah, okay. I, I'm really tired. I don't want to move. Can you just crack on? <laughs> so here's the next one. The newborn bubble struggle is real. Sleep deprived and get quite envious when times are tough that my husband's life hasn't really changed as he goes back to work. I'm juggling a toddler and a newborn and I feel too pooped to make any effort with him, but feel super guilty and crave adult conversation. Such a mix of emotions. Oh, gosh. Right. Oh, do you know what this this whole thing with you know one part one person in the relationship's life not really changing or like you kind of see it as not really changing. Mm. I I think I do think about this a lot because I've got a good friend who um had a kind of had an amazing career and as soon as she became a mum, it stopped for quite a few different reasons, but basically logistically, she she can't work anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I talked to her all the time. She said, oh, you know, his life, has, his life hasn't changed mm-hmm. and I'm just here and I'm like a completely, sh- I'm a shadow of my old self. And yes, that's, you know, it can feel like that, of course, and it's really, really difficult. But then I also say to her, please understand like how he he feels as well like yes you think his life hasn't changed but maybe he he would like to you know to be at home and while he's at work he's actually thinking he's feeling guilty like he maybe wants to be at home with the kids or you know he wants to support you more and I think you have to have this conversation so that you understand each other and realize that the grass isn't always greener you know, like he, you're thinking yeah. of his life being amazing, sw- you know, swanning around work and maybe going for coffees or whatever he gets to do. But actually in those moments, he might be thinking, God, I'd much rather be at home. I, I, you know, I'm, miss- I'm not seeing my kids as much and I'm not doing this. So I, I do think it's really easy to think, oh, that person's life hasn't changed. But of course, it ha- it, you know, of course, your, of your, course both your lives mm. have changed. And I think mm. you have to communicate like how you're both feeling because like you said, you, you know, we can't read, no one can read minds. And no. unless no. you actually break it down, um, then then you'll then you'll understand how you're both feeling. So I completely understand that. Yeah, I, I think as well, just jumping on, I think resentment, because I, I used to be so resentful of exactly this, yeah. thinking, you know what, I've, I, I, I'm not working, I'm not doing a job that is fundamentally makes me who I am. You know, he's off out, you know, he's at, in inverted commas, client drinks, and I'm mm. there with like sick in my hair and feeling like absolute garbage. And why are they not doing it? You know, mm. resent, resentment kills intimacy. It is mm. the biggest intimacy killer. And the minute you can try and let go of that resentment, which by the way, has taken me seven years. And actually the other day, me and Dozer had the most honest conversation that we've ever had, I think, in our marriage. And um, I, I, I had all these hangups about on the surface being quite cool about him kind of going out and doing his thing. And whatever time you come back, that's fine. But then when he would come back in, I'd be 
you know, really pissed off and, and there would be an argument. And I'd be like, I don't know why I'm doing this because I'm not a jealous person. You know, I don't have any issues around trust. So what is it? And fundamentally, it was about me thinking that he was choosing to be with other people over being with the family. And yeah. he just turned around to me and he was like, the minute you can start understanding that I'm not choosing somebody else or an environment over you, the better this marriage is going to be. And it was like a light switch. I suddenly thought, do you know what? Absolutely. Like you're entitled to do your own thing outside of it. And me, I need to stop feeling such a martyr and start saying to him, right, Thursday night, you need to be back at six because I'm going out. And yeah. I've done on this this Saturday night. I'm going out with the girls. I'm staying in a hotel in London, and I'm actually. I said to him the other day, I was like, just so you know, I'm going out for the girl with the girls on Saturday night. You need to look after the three kids, and I'll be back on Sunday after work. And I was like, it was like bang. It really did feel like quite an empowering moment for me because I never do it. I'm either working or parenting, and I think going back to you know to, to what this this person's saying, such a mix of emotions, but. But actually, we need to be able to say to them, you're doing X, Y, and Z, so I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. Take the yeah, power back it and, is, make a, yes. ma- and make a decision for you and, and take it. Because the minute they, they think that they can just carry on their life as normal and they don't have to have any of that responsibility, the more angry we're going to get. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. And the thing is, the whole thing is communication. Like, unless you say these things, yeah, rather than just sitting there letting it build up, I'm so guilty of doing that sometimes. Yeah. Um, and then you probably will get the intimacy back and you'll yeah. get, you know, having those yeah. lovely conversations back and all yeah. of, you know, all of that. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and carving out those little moments, like once you have got the kids yeah. in bed and saying, you know what, we're just going to order some food in or I'm going to, we're going to cook together and we're going to have a glass of wine and we're going to put our phones down. Let's make a thing of it and actually make it almost like a bit of a date night at home together. So you do get that adult conversation that can lead to more intimacy as well. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. We'll be right back after this short break. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? Next one. I love my husband and want to be more intimate with him, but I have absolutely zero sex drive. Oh, gosh. Do you relate to that? Yes. I right. do relate to this sometimes. I sometimes just, I sometimes feel like I, I really, like, I really, I feel like saying to him, I really, really love you, but can I just show you in a different way, <laughs> please, today? <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else though, but can I just show you these and then we'll just go to sleep, yeah? Yeah, that would be great. But the thing... <sighs> I think it's difficult, isn't it? Because what you got, I think sometimes you've got to look at the reason for having no sex drive. I've been thinking about this recently. Um, 
And I know, you know, sometimes if you're on the pill, that can affect your sex drive. Um, if you if you're really stressed, that can affect your sex tiredness. drive. Tiredness. Tiredness. So it's almost like looking at the cause. I know for me, it's feeling overwhelmed. If I feel like I've got too much on and like, t- you know, too many things going around in my head that I need to do, everything else just, you know, goes. It's like I, mm-hmm. I almost like shut mm-hmm. down. So I can't, I feel like I can't, my mind can't switch off. So I know for me, if I, if I want to sort of get my sex drive back, I need to just relax and like, just Mm. see things how they are and sort of like let go a bit. Um, So I think you need to, need to think about that. Like the reasons why, think about times when you might've had more sex drive, less sex drive, whatever it is, and try and, and, and try and work that out. Also, sometimes I think not like you have to force yourself, but it is a little bit like pulling off a plaster. Yep, sometimes it is. <laughs> sometimes, oh, it sounds because I would never, you know, give advice to say, oh, you should do something that you don't want to do because that, no, obviously not. But sometimes with sex, I think the more you do it, the more you want it. Oh my God, I was just about to say that, yeah, sex brings sex. Yeah, it does. And so sometimes you, you kind of just have to think, right, I don't really feel in the mood but we are going to do this. <laughs> we are going to do this tonight or today or wherever it is. And sometimes it's just that it kind of breaks, it sort of breaks it the ice again. It gets you over the first, yeah, you over the first hurdle, exactly. basically. Yeah, yeah. And it's such a weird, even, it's such a weird thing to even say out loud because mm. sex is the most natural thing that you can do. But when you've got all of these other boxes that are like piling up on top of you, it is at the bottom of the pile. You know, yeah. you're like underneath your, your, your whole essence, your whole sexual essence just yeah. gets squashed down by children and life. And suddenly you don't even, I mean, when was the last time you had an orgasm? Like everybody yeah. listening, have a think about that. Do you even know how to have an orgasm anymore? Like what are you doing to keep that side of you alive? Like sometimes, um, you know, I don't think I had an orgasm for, for maybe two or three years when the kids were, were little. I, obviously, we were having sex, but I wasn't even putting any focus on it because I didn't even know what that felt like. And sometimes yeah. now, you know, if, if, if Doz is out and the kids are here, like I will just tap into my own sexual self alone. It doesn't take me very long now. And, and like even just climaxing and being in that moment where I'm having an orgasm by myself, yeah. it makes me feel more sexy and it makes me realize that that is something that is totally pleasurable and something that we all require and desire and we should want because we deserve it um so I think that's that's also a good idea like I I I do think like sex toys and things like that and actual kind of um you know sort of going down that route is actually a really good way of tapping into what you need and what you potentially how to get there because I can't have I can't have an orgasm through sex no I I can't I need all the add-ons there's actually a book and I'm gonna I'll post it on Instagram (laughs) someone gave me I need to find it but it is basically about that it's about about learning what you want first and like having a sex a sexual relationship with yourself first and then you start to enjoy sex um I I will I'll post it on Instagram oh that's great okay good I'm glad we had that 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 question there because it is quite it's quite um well it's quite a big topic but I think we all need to learn how to talk about it more yeah there's nothing to be ashamed of and we we shouldn't hide it it's very natural and it's a it's a really important part of being human how to get the spark back post baby four months postpartum so tired and only ever talk about baby yeah four months postpartum I mean firstly give yourself a massive break four months postpartum you're basically you've just come out of 
the the fourth trimester like it's just you know you really are in the thick of it and in the mix of it so like well done for birthing an amazing baby and well done for being super mom um I think you obviously sound like you're ready to so sort of everything that we've been speaking about so far in the podcast you know how are you feeling physically what do you want have you been communicating that with your partner and telling them you know where you're at mentally physically how your body feels and just Mm. opening up that conversation I think because remember sex is supposed to be sexy and it doesn't just have to be bang 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 it's not that it's all of the lead up to it it's that beautiful dance beforehand and the first the first for me the first side of that is talking about it yeah and i was also going to say about sort of getting the spark back at 4 months i think it can be really easy to kind of fall into that rut of just talking about the baby and all of that and that's Mm. fine it's so natural like it's so natural to do that and to be completely consumed by it you've literally brought a life into into the world and you're doing something you've never done before so obviously you're going to talk about it a lot yeah but I do think it's it's a good time to start remembering what you enjoyed doing before so even if that is you know giving the baby to a a relative or or a babysitter for a couple of hours so that you can go out and you can almost be say right let's go out and just do something for us for a couple of hours because it's those little moments that make you feel like you again doesn't have to be anything fancy it can be a walk around the park with a coffee but it's just having that little separation that make you feel like adult be adults you were again yeah totally yeah I totally agree with that um yeah and then there's like things that you can do for you like I always feel so much better and so much more sparky when I've done a, se- a fake tan <laughs> that sounds absolutely ridiculous a blow dry solves everything a cup of tea and a blow dry for me like can cure I don't know I go through the checklist I go like nails nails yeah. have I washed my hair have I done my moustache have I done a tan have I shaved you know have I had a wax all of those things and then I'm like okay Actually, do you know what having a Hollywood wax Ooh. I do think can make I don't know it may, obviously makes everything more sensitive but I, do, I don't know whenever I've had a Hollywood wax I do feel a little bit more like oh Ooh. she's yeah. ready ladies and gents mm. There we go. Watch out, James, if I have Hollywood wax. <laughs> <laughs> He's hinted to wanting to become more intimate again. Um, and we do. But to be honest, I don't always feel it. Do you know what? I? And she sort of asked, how can I boost myself back up again? Um, which I guess we've kind of covered, but in terms mm. of like the little things that you can do. But also, I, I always find, because I, I often think with Doz, oh, you know, he, he wants to have sex every day. So if he could have sex every day, he still would want more. He's like a puppy that's like desperate for it. And I'm like, it's a lot. And I have to, you know, at the beginning of our relationship, I was obviously having to say to him, look, you know, I like sex just as, you know, as the next guy, but um, it's not going to be every day. And he used to get, get quite upset by that. Now, seven or eight years in, he understands that we are at different points. And I think, again, that sort of clarity on sex drives and knowing that, you know, one person might want it more. But if you turn around to them and say, look, I just don't fancy it tonight, they're not going to be devastatedly like hurt. Because yes, we, we, we feel that imbalance, don't we? And you're like, oh, God. And then you think the more somebody wants to have sex with you, the less I want to have sex with them. Don't know yeah. about you, but if I know that someone, if I know that he, oh, if he yes. wants it, I'm like, oh God, can you just let me try? And yeah. actually, if they took a step back and let us come on to them, 
I know. We might want to do it a bit more. Yeah, exactly. It is. It's that whole thing of like, oh no, I know exactly what you're thinking. I know. What you're, <laughs> oh, I no. know what you're going to do. I know. Just, just leave me alone. Not right this second, but maybe in ten minutes, it would have been okay. How to keep romantic when trying for a baby? Yeah. So how to like how to keep the romance going when you're just yeah. actively trying for a baby? Oh God. Yeah, because the baby trying sex is the worst, isn't it? Well, I haven't actually been through that because both times they sort of happened. I guess, I don't know, I don't know how, I don't know, it's all organic and natural, isn't it? But I don't know, it just kind of happened. So I I haven't been through it, but I can imagine if you're peeing on sticks and, and, you know, needing to have sex when you're ovulating, it's probably having sex when that, when you're not ovulating as well. Yeah. (laughs) So almost like separating the two. So a friend of mine went through this because she was, they were trying for a baby for about three years and for really long awful story but they they got there in the end thank god but during that period she would say that they took it out the bedroom so every time they had to have sex they would just try and have sex all over the house in different rooms and she was like that was (laughs) the only funny isn't it funny yeah also I quite like that idea because I feel you know you know in the bathroom wherever wherever you know laundry room wherever you can just mix it up a bit because if you're constantly trying to do the baby making sex in the bedroom I mean there's nothing less sexier than having sex in a bedroom anyway for me I'm like oh god here we go what we've got undressed we're going to get in and get under the covers I'm like I know exactly what's going to happen here and it's not that thrilling um but the minute we kind of take it away from the norm that's when things start to get more exciting again so potentially that could be an idea um Failing Do you that, remember when we had Tamara Eccleston on the podcast? Do you remember? And she alluded to the fact that um, because her daughter shared their bedroom and we said, where do you have sex? And she said, there are, I don't know, 50 other rooms in the house. <laughs> How to get through the seven-year itch. Seven-year itch. Oh, I'm in the seven-year itch. That's why I just, that's why I said it like yeah. that. Because I thought, oh, you And I've actually been married. Oh, oh, I've nearly been married eight years. So we're kind of coming through the seven-year itch now. Look, I don't really like to buy into those faddy kind of oh you know the five year whatever it is or the seven year whatever it is it's just relationships are hard and they are a daily grind in many respects you know they're that they can be the most amazing things in the world but they can also be really really tricky and this is Mm. even outside of sex and intimacy you know you're you want your partner to be growing with you and to be going on a journey with you but actually getting them there and sort of navigating all the highs and lows chucking in kids financial stress moves you know kids starting school all of that stuff like it is a hot pot for really tricky moments and I don't know. The one thing I will say is that, uh, and sometimes I look at this, uh, I sort of imagine like a pie chart in my head and Mm. I sort of think, where do I place my relationship in that pie chart? So, you know, you've got kids in the mix and everything else I've just mentioned, like how big a piece of that pie chart is the relationship in your life? For me, it's really big because if that relationship doesn't work, none of the other pieces of the pie chart fit together. And I think what happens is we forget about it and we start focusing on all the other things and it it can happen without us really even consciously realizing. And if we really focus on it, that relationship and being intimate with that person, it has to be the most important thing. Yes, of course, our children, but even when they're sleeping on a floor with chicken pox, you know, mm. we had a quickie this morning, very, very quietly, didn't even speak to each <laughs> other. And in my head, I was thinking, is this is really transactional? Yeah, it is. But it also brought us loads, loads closer because we hadn't had sex for five days and we really needed it. Yeah. And you sort of shared that, sort of, I guess, yeah. like the secret. Yes. Um, yeah. I, don't, I mean, the seven year itch, I agree with Zoe. I think it's an outdated sort of phrase. But yeah. I think, I don't, I don't actually know where it comes from, but 
do you think it comes from the fact that people maybe change in seven years? So like every seven years, mm. like your skin does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> every God, seven, every years, seven years. I think so. Yeah. Every seven years, maybe you have a, like a slight shift. Because right. I can, if I think about, you know, I've known James since I was 17 and I'll be 33, um, probably when this podcast comes out, actually. Um so that's a long period of time. And I think mm. in our throughout our relationship, we've been through cycles. And I definitely yep. say from 17 to 23, I was probably very different to I am now. So yep. I think it's they, it comes from that thing of like overcoming those changes. Yep. So whether that happens at five years or two years or three years, it's more to do with overcoming certain parts in your relationship and some people will fall apart at that stage and some people will push through mm. um and I think yeah some people do grow apart they really do but it's about I guess learning to love the new per- like the new person and growing together oh my god the, the grow the growing is the most yeah important thing in a relationship is wanting to grow together yeah if you want to do that and you're invested in each other warts and all that you know and t- I know I keep banging on about it but the minute you stop talking to each other like how, how the how the hell are you supposed to know what the other person's thinking because like, like I, I said you're just writing your own narrative you've I got know. you've got to communicate and and you know you've got to remember who you were before your children you've got to remember yes. why you fell in love with that person and you've got to make special time for them and they've got to make special time for you do you think we should finish there i think that was a really nice way to finish oh i could talk about this all day <laughs> i know me too it's funny as well because i have such different sort of not views on different days but some days I'll be like oh we've got such a great relationship and we've been talking loads and blah 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 and then another week I'll be like I actually hate I actually hate that's it. life George it is isn't that's it that's life and relationships we actually had an argument the other day and I did scream in his face and said I, I actually hate your guts and I oh, felt so, I felt so bad about it um, since so James if you're listening I am genuinely really sorry about that yeah but but come near her when she's in the shower it was out of order um, don't chop your penis off don't come near me <laughs> when I'm in the shower <laughs> so, listen um, we're going to move on to products um, and we decided this week that we would kind of share our products that make us feel good so all of the things that we're kind of using at home around kind of sex and intimacy and yeah we'll, we'll, we'll share them now I'm going to kick things off now anybody that suffers from dryness like I do I have been obviously into early menopause so dryness is like a big thing I've started using it's called Nessa and it is vagina victory oil and it's basically collagen boosting for your vagina so if you do suffer from any sort of dryness or like you know sometimes when you're having sex and it just feels a bit like this doesn't feel particularly nice um so it's like another alternative, I guess, to lube, but it's just, you can use it just at the sort of entrance of the vagina just to kind of work things up and then get your normal lube out. But yeah, it's literally sitting on my bedside table. So I'm all for it. I mean, this is so funny. So you used to get sex post all the time, didn't you? But I've yeah. actually been sent a whole load of condoms and lube from a brand called Hanks. Now, H-A-N-X. H-A-N-X, yes. Sure, I know about And those. I'm... Um, I'm not on any contraception at the moment, so which isn't great. I am going to sort it out. I am thinking. In fact, we should probably do maybe a, a Q and A on contraception. Defo. Get somebody yeah. on because I don't know what to do. So anyway, they've sent me some condoms, and. 
they're really good. They're great. I don't like condoms particularly, but these ones, um, I mean, you don't even really notice. They're, they're, I think they're the sensitive ones. Yeah, sensitive. Um, okay. So if you're like me, I, I don't think I've got a latex allergy, but I definitely don't find them very comfortable. Right. Um, but these ones, I, I, I really, really wouldn't even notice that, that we're using it. No. Okay, so if we're being great. sensible that is what we all use and of course anybody that's using condoms or not using condoms you're going to need a good lube um this is it's called yes wb yes water-based uh, it's just won the 2022 glamour power list uh, wellness winner award um and it's basically water-based lubricant you get it on amazon it's called yes um it will make you shout yes 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 as well um <laughs> it's amazing lube like i as you can imagine i've used a few in my time um and i'm now settled on and you know we, we basically don't have sex without this so yeah, yeah. and actually yeah. when I went for my um, mummy MOT after having Gigi that's the lube she gave me oh as brilliant well. it, so it's obviously recommended by those that professional people that know about that kind the of the professionals thing. the professionals and um, that book I was talking about is actually called Sex Yourself The Woman's Guide to Mastering mas- Masturbation and Achieving Powerful Orgasms oh brilliant I know and so someone gave it to me and said you need to read this and then you'll probably enjoy sex um, again so I, I haven't oh. I, I've sort of I've, I've sort of listened to it but um, yeah maybe maybe it's worth exploring I think to the to the lady that asked that question and then I'm just going to end up because I just bought myself and actually I'm not a huge Victor well I, I love Victoria's Secrets as a brand but I just bought myself a really really sexy kind of like I was going to say onesie it's like you've got visions of me coming out in a onesie that your kid wears it's not that it's like um, it's like a lingerie piece but it's like a one piece basically and it's little thong and it's electric blue it's absolutely stunning all lace and I actually wore it the other night and I felt really empowered to wear it um, and it made me feel really really sexy and we kept it on and I'm like oh this is I feel like a single gal again so (laughs) (laughs) you know but with the love of my life that's such a good point we haven't mentioned lingerie and it it does do you know what it really does make a difference it definitely makes a difference to me if I put nice matching underwear on in the morning yeah I feel completely different to if I put like the dog chewed like stained disgusting like nude <laughs> pants I have actually genuinely got some knickers in my drawer I saw them the other day and they have been chewed by our dog oh, why have I kept Lord. them so anyone else listening <laughs> who has them like that throw them away because that's what I've just done get rid of them get rid of them um, um, thank yeah. you so much for sending in all your questions we really hope these Q&A's are useful and um, this is a subject that we're really passionate about and obviously look we don't have the magic answer but please do keep sending us you know DMs or if you just want to reach out it can be a bit of a lonely world out there but um, you guys are doing an amazing job and we love you lots so thank you hopefully it wasn't too cringy and awkward I love Georgia when she's talking about sex I can't believe it four years ago I felt like I couldn't do this maybe it's because we're not in a studio anymore so it doesn't feel so daunting I'm just sitting what you have to look me in the eyes (laughs) yeah maybe (laughs) I want to do it with my eyes closed Um, but yes thank you so much and if you have got any suggestions for topics you'd like us to cover then please do drop us a DM we're on at Made by Mummers on Instagram and we'll be back on Tuesday. Made by Mummers is an Insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the lovely Charlotte Mason. Insanity Group. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. 
That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 